welcome back to Hero Talk with Talix and Trail. I'm Talix. And I'm Trev. And today, we're back in the jungle because we're going back to Jumanji. It's Jumanji. Alright, then it's time for a joke. Trev, you got one? Yes. Okay. What did Spencer say when they crossed the volcano? Uh, I, I don't know. What? It's smoldering hot. Okay, okay, okay. That one's not bad. That's not bad. I got one for you. What do you get taken to the hospital in if you disrespect people in the desert? What? A stretcher. I don't get it. <laughs> the ostrich? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's time for our favorite lines. What you got? Are we in Florida? <laughs> that was a good one. My favorite one was, Did I just kill Eddie by taking too long to talk? He always said that was going to happen. <laughs> All right, time for the MVP. So who was the MVP in this movie to you? Um, Spencer and... Hmm. Viking dude. Okay. Why? Why Why are they the MVPs to you? Because if Spencer didn't try to go back to the game, then we wouldn't have a movie. And even if he did go back to the game, nothing would happen. Unless for if Viking guy wasn't there. If he wasn't trying to do all that bad stuff, then you just be in the game and you're there. Nothing else. Okay, so the thing is, though, if it wasn't for Spencer, everybody would have not been in trouble. Everybody would have been cool if Spencer hadn't tried to go back. We'll talk more about Spencer and stuff later on in the podcast, but I'm just saying, he, he might he might have came through in the clutch, but he started all this stuff. He created all the problems for everybody. But I want to tell you, who... The true MVP of this show is movie is Murphy. Murphy? Nope. Who's Murphy? I don't know. You said Murphy. I have no idea. The answer is Bethany. Think about it. Yeah, she she went and got it. She went and got Ellen Parrish for him to come back and help help out with the team goal and situation. And then with her expert map reading skills that she had when she came back in and finally got back into the other body she was able to see the map in 3d and be able to zoom in and see other stuff so she was able to come up with the plan she was able to help out when everything got there and she went and got alan Parrish when the situation kind of went south as well as she continued her great character development from the first movie so it's bethany's the mvp i don't think it's fair that you can talk about spencer but, since we're doing this, let's bring back the MVL, the most valuable loser. I I agree that it was Spencer, because none of this would have happened. But at the same time, I don't think it was Spencer, because we wouldn't have a movie if he didn't do this. Look, man, it's all Spencer's fault. They should have just destroyed the game and let it go down field, let it go down river. If it wasn't for Spencer, we wouldn't have had all these troubles. 
I mean, it just made it bad for everybody. Okay, okay. I'll give Spencer one thing. The only thing that he helped out on was he helped out Milo because Milo was going to die soon, and so he stayed in the game at the end of it. And so he ended up getting a happy ending by getting to live longer and getting to get to fly. And so I think that that was a real good thing for him. But at the very same time, Spencer, come on, man. You, 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 you're messing us up over here, man. Now it's time for our favorite costumes, or costumes you noticed. Do you have any costumes? Um, my favorite one was the one when they finally got their um uh, when they finally got the winter gear, and Kevin Hart had the kind of like the fuzzy kind of neck with the um, what I guess I guess his fur line that looked like it was really comfortable. Like I mean, I know we live in the south and it doesn't really get that cold for it down here. But I can imagine if you were in a real cold area that it would be feeling really good. What about you? Um, my favorite would be um, um, probably I don't know. There was a lot of great ones. I think Viking dude. I forgot his name. He's huge. Right. Right. Okay, I think his wardrobe was pretty cool too. Actually, it was a lot of different cool wardrobes within this movie, and I think that they all kind of worked together very well, so it was pretty cool. Now it's time for our favorite settings. My favorite setting was the um big blimp thing. That was pretty cool. I guess I guess Miles will piggyback off yours a little bit because it's in the same kind of area. My favorite one was just like the mountain base, uh, with it being like up super high, and it just looked a lot different from a lot of the areas that we've seen in Jumanji already. So I think it was a pretty cool um, area for it to be in. So I thought that was pretty awesome. Okay, Trail. So what's your favorite scene in the movie? My favorite scene was when Eddie was on Bravestone. He was beating up everybody after um, Lizzie, Lizzie Roundhouse, told him just don't do anything. That was pretty cool. My favorite scene was anytime Milo had to talk about an animal and he just took too long to talk about it. And he was just like, oh, look at that majestic creature. <laughs> and it's just like just stop just tell us what's going on and by the time he even gets to it somebody's already it's too late it's just too late so those are my favorite scenes though no, that yeah that was my favorite scene all right now it's time for something that didn't make any sense so what didn't make any sense to you in the movie um something that didn't make any sense was why did they surpass like the five player um five player maximum you know that was a good question and i think that that, that actually was going to be my no sense argument too was like you've gotten six players into the game now no 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 it was seven right because we had the original five plus milo and um eddie so we had seven people in there, and there aren't seven controllers. There aren't even five controllers. There are four controllers, 
and you could pick a certain amount of people. So is it like a glitch in the system that allowed them to add new people in? Like, what was it? Like, was it a whole nother um, Jumanji controller that you can plug in? Like, come on now. Like, let us know. Let us know. What is it? That didn't make any sense. I mean, it was still a good movie. Like, let's, let's be honest. But that didn't make any sense. All right. So let's time for talking about what something that you found was funny in the movie. What did you find funny, Trey? Something I found funny was that when when the when even if someone else played as um um the person with the backpack, they they still don't know how they know it. Is they just don't say it and be quiet. They just they just like how do I know that? <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny. I think just the fun like it's two things. I think that the funniest scheme within the movie was them switching roles between the characters, which meant that the actors had to switch basically personalities. And you go from Jack Black being um him being fridge to him being Bethany and like that was being like supremely hilarious in both situations because he did a great job like all the actors did a great job when they had to roll from one to the other even was it Jack Black, Kevin Hart um, The Rock or Karen Gilliam like they all did a great job of switching those characters and roles like that now what I say was super funny was two things involving ostriches the first thing was when um, Eddie, like, just, like, tried to get the ostrich to get out of there, and it made him mad. And so <laughs> the ostrich just headbutted him in the dust. It just, boosh. and then the second thing was when they were driving, and they were trying to get away when they were in the, um, in the buggies and stuff, and he just punches the ostrich, and he, like, goes flying all over the horizon. So, like, that was super funny to me. Okay, now it's time for Now That's Smart. Now, the thing that I thought in the movie that was really smart was adding changes to each of the character's strengths and weaknesses and stuff like that. So, adding the weaknesses to Switchblade and um, Dr. Bravestone, like, I thought that was hilarious because it was just like, oh, Switchblade. So, you're thinking that it was a knife, not, you know, not a person. And then you find out, oh, it's actually a person named Switchblade. But the funniest part about it was just because Switchblade probably wouldn't have been able to hit nobody else if he was shooting a rocket at him. But just because Bravestone's weakness is Switchblade, he was going to hit him 100% of the time, and it didn't matter. So I thought that that was like a smart thing to do, just kind of like a smart thing, as, as well as it was kind of funny. Now it's time for I Need That. Do you have anything you need? What I need is the little, um, to be able to hit my chest and see what my skills are. So that way I can know exactly what it is I need to be doing. So I'd be like, oh, my skills, I got a weakness to 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 chocolate covered pretzels. I do. I love chocolate covered pretzels. So <laughs> and so I that, that's one of the things that I would love to have. What about you, Trev? Hmm. Something that I would like to have. Nah, Pegasus be able to fly. Yes, so then I don't have to wait till mm, 14 and 9 months to, to actually be able to drive. Yeah, well, that's fair. But I mean, you're going to get pretty tired 
I've been flapping. What if it's cold weather and raining? This will suck. But I guess, you know, I'm still flying. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for debate this. So, Trail, do you have a debate topic for the day? Mm-hmm. All right. What is it? Was it a good thing or a bad thing that Spencer um, restarted Jumanji? Okay. So, obviously, the answer is that it was a good thing, right? Nuh-uh, bad. It's impossible. It was good. Why? Okay, okay. I'm going to let you talk. I don't want to overrun you. Why was it Why was it bad? Because they were all happy, and they could have had, oh, they could live a very long life for he knows his friends care about so they were gonna go look for him. And he was in the game. So they went in the game having there being a chance that they could not go back out or he wasn't in there and it was a waste of time. Also, he risked their lives. I don't think that's good at all. I think that's a bad thing. Okay, that's understandable. I see your point. But here are my counterpoints to that. First off, he was going back into the game because he lost his confidence in life. He wanted to feel like Bravestone again, when in fact, he was Bravestone all alone. Just because he didn't have the the hulking six-foot-five figure of the rock doesn't mean that he wasn't Bravestone because it's the person that makes the character, not the other way around. And so had he just had some confidence with himself, had he not felt so insecure about talking with his girl, then he'd have been okay. But that's what it is. He got all in his feelings because he thought his girl was going out and having fun in which you got to let your, like if you're dating somebody, you got to let them have fun. You can't be all insecure and sad whenever they're having fun because you want them to be happy as well. And so since he was being insecure, he went in back, he went back and then wait a second. Wait a second. Am I making your point? No. Yes. No. No. Yes. No. <laughs> you got me for a second. I went the wrong direction on this one. I went the wrong direction, but I'm going to tell you what, we're going to write this ship around. Now, the reason that it was good was because even though he was feeling sad, he was feeling desperate, he was feeling lonely, he got himself back on track right and when he got himself back on track he helped out a lot of people because number one he got himself back together number two him and emily got back together number three he gave himself and his granddad a situation to where they could bond over and to become closer as well as he gave milo out to where he didn't have to deal with the cancer situation so in essence he did a lot of great things when he went back into the game now, true enough, I do agree that it was dumb that he did it, but at the very same time, I think that it was a lot of great things that came out of it. And true enough, yes, he might have risked his friends' lives, but they didn't die. Nobody died, and we don't know. We do not absolutely know that if you die in the game that you die in real life. You might just get kicked out the game. We don't know that. I wouldn't test it, but I'm just saying, we don't know that. So, do you have anything to counter that? Yes. Okay. Going back to your original statement, 
he almost almost killing your girlfriend isn't a way to make you feel better. Yes, that's true. But did she die though? No. She didn't. There was like a ninety ninety nine percent chance of them dying. Okay, wait, 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 wait. She did die twice. I mean, like the character died twice, but she didn't. She didn't die. Die. She only died. She didn't die. Die. So there's a difference. <laughs> so and then you got and then the the characters all got the chance to get back together then um eddie was able to get back out he went and met with nora and so he's gonna get he got a chance to use the smolder on her look at him eddie's back in the game and he got him a job back this is all on the up and up man this is all for the good. But the friends part, it would have been better if he just went. Okay. Than starting the game. Okay, I, I, can, I can see what you're saying. But how about we let the audience decide and shoot us with an email at herotalkt at gmail.com or hit us up on our Instagram at Hero Talk TT, or maybe hit us up on our Twitter at Hero Talk with the number one and let us know how you feel about the answers to who won this debate. Okay, so one of the things that I felt that was a thread within the movie was the prevalent theme of knowing who you are. And I think that a lot of times the way that we kind of go through life, we kind of look at situations and say, hey, I want to be this person or I want to be that person. And we do so many things to try to change who we are. But in essence, we need to be comfortable with who we are as an individual because that's what happened to Spencer. He was so caught up with trying to be somebody else that he ended up pulling the whole Jumanji situation back into the situation. You know, if he'd have just been happy with who he was, which is what Emily was doing, which is what Fridge was doing, which is what Bethany was doing, everybody was being happy with who they were. They were enjoying themselves. Even um, Milo was enjoying himself, and he didn't have a problem. And so I think the thread of the movie is just to kind of be able to say, you don't have to try to change who you are fundamentally. You can be a good person and use your fundamental skill set to maximize your life. So... You don't have to be somebody that you are not in order to be somebody that is important and somebody that is a great person because you matter already. All right, now it's time for Super Upgrade. So, Trev, what's something that you would add to this movie to make it better? I like the amount of explosions in the movie. But it doesn't... It's... It's quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. You can have as many explosions. Your whole movie can be explosions. Mm -hmm. But the real question is, are they big enough explosions? Yeah, that's a fair enough question. That's definitely a fair enough question. My addition, and which I hope, because I'm pretty sure they're going to do a third one. This one was hilarious, so they're going to do a third one. My hope for the addition is multiplayer so it's not just the six people it's maybe 60 people or you got people from all over the world so maybe a person in um in russia or or maybe a person 
over in Hong Kong or maybe a person over in Egypt. They're all playing different versions of the Jumanji game and it's linking up. And so they all got to work together from all over the world to kind of be able to do that stuff. I think that that would be a super upgrade for it. All right. Time for rated or hated. How many Falcon gems do you give this movie between zero and five? Why? Why? Because that was a very bad prank. Five. Five. The first five on this podcast given by me. Okay. I think you've probably given a five before, but we'll just let you we'll just let your record rock with yourself. I'll also give it like a four point eighty five. Like it's a real good movie. Like is you know what? Give it a five. Let's roll with the double fives on this. Straight ten on the movie. It was hilarious. It was fun. It had a whole bunch of jokes in it. The acting was amazing. And it had a whole bunch of action in it. The wardrobe costume setting. Everything was awesome. It was just a fun movie that I enjoyed. And I sat there and laughed throughout the whole movie. So let's give this all the all the Falcon Gems that it can get. Okay, so you got any fun facts, Trail? Yes. Okay, what's that? The person who played Bravestone was The Rock. And previously, in one of the movies before this, The Rock played as Hobbs, I think it was, and Hobbs and Shaw, Fast and Furious. They're making a ninth movie. Ah, Fast 9. The Fast Saga. Okay, okay, that that is that is pretty cool. I'm pretty sure that we're going to see the rock in there somewhere along the line. Now, my fun fact is that we have a Batman tie-in, and we have a Predator tie-in from, and we have oh, I'm getting detail. Okay, so Batman tie-in first, Danny DeVito, Batman Returns, Penguin. Predator tie-in, which is something a little bit older for you. We are going to see that when you get older. Danny DeVito. No, not Danny DeVito. It's Danny Glover. Apologize about that. Danny Glover played um in at the at the hero in the second Predator movie. Now, if we're going to go back to the first Predator movie, Danny DeVito also played in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger called Twins, in which they played twins. And who was the first antagonist in the first Predator movie? Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, that was pretty cool tie-ins with that. But, I would say the biggest tie-in is the River Elder. Nope, I apologize. Not the River Elder. The Merchant Elder from Black Panther was also the Falcon Crest Elder in Jumanji. So, that was pretty awesome. All right, so let's see. Do we have any news coming in? Um, this is our first actual 2020 podcast. Our last one dropped into um on New Year's, and so this one is our first official 2021. So we're looking forward to doing plenty more updates this year, doing pretty more cool things. We have some Saiyan armor that we're planning on kind of working on and probably putting out later on this year that we want to show so far as how it looks and everything like that, and. We just have a lot of things that we want to kind of put together and we want to have some fun doing. So we look forward to you guys being there with us. We look forward to you guys like hitting us up, letting us know what you think, letting us know 
some things that you want to add to the stuff that we're doing. So remember, always hit us up at HeroTalkTT at gmail.com. Hit us up at HeroTalk1, the number one, and on Twitter, or hit us up at TT on Instagram. We're on all those pages. Also, check out our Teespring shop. We got the links in the notes and get you a t-shirt. We're going to probably add a couple more designs to that. And I'm thinking about opening up a different shop um, on a different site. But I got to kind of work out a couple of kinks with that. So that's the kind of thing we're doing in the foreseeable future. We're definitely going to hit up that Black Widow movie when it drops. And YouTube! And we're definitely going to be working on some different things so far as with YouTube later on this year. So be on the lookout for that. Um, this has been Hero Talk with Talix and Trev. I'm Talix. And I'm Trev. Because when there's a hero, we talk. We talk.